Hey everyone, welcome to the Whole Health Empowerment Project podcast. I'm your host, Trisha, registered dietitian, nutrition coach. This podcast is for busy women like you with a desire for achieving better whole health balance. In this podcast, you'll learn practical tips to get you started, motivation to keep you inspired, and guest interviews that will empower you to take action. Come join me in failing forward one tiny step at a time into the journey of health, wellness, and self-care. Let's get started. Hi guys, welcome back to the show. I'm so grateful that you're here with me today. It's always it's always nice to catch up with you all. So today I want to do a really short, a really quick short episode about hydration status. And I want to try to figure out if you're drinking enough water and, you know, just trying to figure out where you stand in terms of your water intake or your hydration status in general. So why, why I wanted to do that was just, you know, essentially I feel like it's kind of a, it can be like an easier win or not easy because increasing water intake isn't easy for everybody, but it's a a simpler way of building a habit in comparison to some of the other habits that take a longer time to really see the impact. We're drinking enough water. You can probably see enough, a pretty quick impact on, on how you feel and just your skin and everything else. So that's why I wanted to spend some time talking about ways to increase your fluid or your water intake today. So we're going to talk a little bit about like why it's important and we're going to talk about how much you need in a day and how that amount is, is very unique to you and individualized. And then we're also going to talk about how to increase your intake per day so that you get enough hydration so that you are feeling good and that you feel like you're optimizing your health. So why water or fluid in general, well, water is important is is because the adult human body is made up of about like 50 to 60% of water. So because of that because it it is such a big part of your body, water is required for every single cell, every tissue and every organ to function. So it serves a really big purpose. It helps regulate your temperature, it helps rid your body of waste. It also helps transport essential nutrients that you need into the cells that need them so that those particular cells work properly. Water intake also aids in in digestion. So, you know, if you're somebody who is, who has a history of being constipated, right? Something like having water will help increase So water also aids in digestion and helps give skin like that really healthy glow that you want it to have. So that's the importance of water, right? It is, it's just, it's required. You need it for all your cells and everything to function. So the amount that you need daily of water is, it's very unique to you. And that's kind of the hard part is trying to figure out what the balance is because having too much water can be really harmful and and fatal, but then not having enough water could be something that you're going to feel really crappy or that you're going to get headaches or migraines, or you just may feel just yeah, yucky and fatigued. So it's just trying to find the amount that works for you. This amount of what your water intake requirement is, it varies according to age and gender and weight and just 
your overall lifestyle. So in general, somebody who's older tends to need less water than somebody who's younger. Somebody who is a a man (laughs) is going to need more water than a female may need. Your weight, so somebody who weighs like 225 pounds is going to need more water because they have a bigger body mass and 50 to 60% of your of your body weight is water. So you're going to need more water than somebody who weighs less, like 125 pounds. And then also your overall lifestyle. So if you're somebody who is physically active, you're probably going to need much more water than somebody who's sedentary. So one of the recommendations for how much water you need in a day comes from the National Academy of Sciences and Engineering. And this institute recommends, makes recommendations for women and men. So what they suggest is that a healthy man needs approximately like 3.7 liters of total water per day from food and beverages. So that's a lot, 3.7. So one recommendation about how much water is required in a day comes from the National Academy of Sciences and Engineering engineering medicine who makes recommendations. And they say that typically healthy men need 3.7 liters per day and healthy women need 2.7 liters of total water per day. And that's total water from like all food and beverages each day. So 2.7 liters for a healthy woman is a lot. And not all of you are going to require that amount of water per day. Because remember, we talked about that what you what you need in terms of water intake is going to vary according to you, and it's very individualized. So typically, we had talked about how much you weigh, right? A lot of the water recommendation is based on your weight. So typically, the more that you weigh, the more water that you need, right? So for instance, if you are a woman who is 125 pounds, you may require only seven cups of water per day, seven. But if you, in contrast, weigh 225 pounds, then you're probably going to need closer to like 10 to 11 cups of water a day. So that's a big difference. Seven cups per day versus 11 cups of water a day. So I wanted to kind of point out that example to you because I want to really stress to you that your daily water intake is going to vary according to, to you. And there's going to be factors that are going to increase the amount of water that you need. So for instance, if you're someone who does like excessive or prolonged physical activity, you're going to require a lot more water than you would if you were at rest sedentary. If you're someone who lives in an area with really hot temperatures, you're probably going to require a lot more water than you would if you lived in a cold climate. If you live in a high altitude area, you're going to require more water. If you're experiencing any symptoms like fever or diarrhea, you're going to need more water, especially with something like diarrhea, because for the, for what you lose, you need to try to replace your losses. And that's the same with like, like with excessive physical activity, it's like all the water that you lose in doing physical activity or in having fevers or diarrhea, you're trying to then replace your losses. So you're, you're going to need more to do that. So how do I know if I'm drinking enough water? How do you know? How do you normally know, right? 
So are you feeling like that you're feeling like starting to feel really thirsty? That might be a really quick and easy way that that you know when you're not drinking enough water. Another way would be probably the easiest way is to look at your urine and see what it looks like. If it's dark colored, then you're probably not drinking enough water. Other signs that you're dehydrated could be that your mouth is dry, you're dizzy, and you feel like just crappy and fatigued. For some people, they may feel like they have headaches or or migraines. I think people say that's like a consequence too. Typically, if your urine is pale in color and you're not feeling thirsty, then you're probably you're you're probably hydrated. In contrast, if your urine is dark amber and you are feeling thirsty, then you're probably not drinking enough water for your body. So I want to reiterate again that the amount of water that you need varies according to you. Somebody who weighs more than you, who is younger than you, who is more physically active than you is going to require more water than you would need. So it's just trying to find the balance of what your body needs. Because, you know, obviously you're not going to feel that great. You might feel kind of crappy if you're not drinking enough water. But in contrast, if you drink too much water, it's really dangerous and can often be fatal. So like anything, when it comes to food or nutrition, making sure that you're drinking enough water and doing it in moderation is really what's key. So no, let's talk a little bit about like where, what kinds of things make up the water in terms of food, right? So we know that like 80% of your intake of water is typically going to come from like beverages or water, right? So the beverages could be like bottled water, sparkling water, things like that. But you can also get you can also get water from high water content foods. They typically tend to be like fruits and vegetables, which are like lettuce and celery and watermelon and honeydew. So typically we can get water from, again, like from, from the normal ways that we would think of getting water by drinking water or fluids that have water in them or getting water from, from high water content foods like we just discussed. So what are some ways that we can avoid becoming dehydrated and really just increasing the the intake that we have every day? So let's kind of talk a little bit about this, especially if you're somebody who's like, oh my God, I hate water. I can't stand drinking it. What can we do for you to like really enhance and optimize the amount of water that you're, that you're drinking daily? So for you, I would really just start to explore some some beverages that you like that can increase your, your intake of water. So that could be like the big thing is like, you know, obviously having bottled water and exploring the temperature of water. So are you somebody who likes room temperature water? Are you somebody who likes really cold water? Are you somebody who needs to get your water intake by heating your, your water? I have a friend who likes to drink warm water. So are you somebody like that? Also start thinking about exploring like like the different kinds of water. So are you somebody who could like sparkling water or, oh my God, there's so many brands out there now. So trying to explore that. Do you like sparkling water? Do you like carbonated water? Or are you somebody who really likes like the zero or low calorie beverages like crystal light or the vitamin water? I think it's probably easiest just to stick to water because it doesn't have calories. You don't want to go crazy and start getting 
start getting kind of empty calories from things that have, because I feel like some of these things that we can use to increase our water intake, some of the things that on the market do have calories in them. So it's just trying to figure out, you know, how to get enough water without getting the extra calories, especially with obesity rampant in in the U.S. population. So it's just a, a really quick way of thinking of ideas and finding something in terms of beverages that you like, especially if you're someone who doesn't like water, to increase the amount of fluid that you're taking per day. Other ways of optimizing your water intake would be like, I have like a fruit-infused water pitcher, which is fun. So in the center of the water pitcher, when you take it out, it just is like a little, it has like a little filter in it and you can infuse like different fruits or vegetables, whatever you want it into the pitcher. So that's just a way to like give it a little zhuzh and make it like, you know, a little bit more flavorful. So that could be things like lemons and limes and mints and oranges and cucumber, just some ways to like it, like make it more refreshing and to make it like, you know, make it a little bit more desirable than just your regular run in the mill water. Other ways to increase your intake would be alternating water with any caffeinated beverages like coffee or tea or soda. So for each caffeinated beverage you consume adding a water beverage after so you may notice that when you drink like coffee and green and black tea that you're that you feel thirsty because those beverages act as a mild diuretic and it can cause you to produce urine so you want to make sure that you're not becoming dehydrated by drinking those by drinking and alternating water with with those beverages because they do count like having coffee or tea or soda, it still counts as, as some kind of fluid, but just making sure that you're not losing too much of the fluid when you're drinking those. So also drink some water to kind of help you with that. Another way would be to drink water before you exercise, during exercise and after exercise. So it's really important to replace like any of the fluid lost with physical activity. So we had talked about like also hot temperatures, high altitudes, things like that. So just making sure that if you have losses, that you are replacing anything so that you do not become dehydrated. Typically, the more intense and prolonged the exercise is, the more water that you lose and then the more water that you require in order to replace the losses that you've had. One thing that I like to do to increase my water intake is to fill up a container of water in the morning. And then, so that requires you to kind of know how much water you need. So first I would try to figure that out. So by this time, I'm sure you guys kind of know if you're calculating in your head, how much you drink in a day, you'll know, okay, so I drink six beverages in a day. If you're feeling thirsty and your urine is, you know, darker, then you know that you need more than six cups of water a day. So I would get to a point that you feel like you're at a place when you're getting to be just that your urine is not so dark, but it's starting to be a little bit more clear and you're not feeling thirsty. So that's where I would start. That's your goal in terms of what your fluid intake would be. Again, a lot of variables and it could change and it will change. It could change day by day. It's just, you know, it's just somewhere to kind of start. So then once you figure that out, okay, I need nine cups of water a day. 
So what I would do is I would fill up a pitcher of nine cups of water and then just make sure that by the end of the day, that water is gone. So that means like have the pitcher or have the nine cups of water in a big container. And then throughout the day, before, during, after meals, when you have your caffeinated beverages, just making sure that you're that you're doing that and that you're drinking the water. It could also be like anytime you take your medicines, drink it with water, that kind of thing. Just the goal is to have that amount done. And it's not to like drink everything at the end of the night. That's not the goal either. It's just to try to figure out a way to like spread it evenly throughout the day. Another way to increase the water intake that you have is is having a glass of water first thing in the morning when you wake up and then having a glass of water like at nighttime when you're getting the kids ready for bed or when you're brushing your teeth, just kind of have a habit that you're doing it first thing in the morning and then like closer to the end of the night. Not too late because I don't want you getting up and peeing in the middle of the night. It's just, you know, so that you're making, it's just doing something that becomes a habit that you're doing it you know, first thing in the morning and then somewhere in your bedtime routine, wherever that could be. It could even be like, you know, after dinner, making sure you have a cup of water. I find that for myself, I do really well drinking water all throughout the day. And then I come home and then I just kind of forget, or it's not as convenient because I don't have a water cooler at home. I don't know. It's just, it's just something that I notice. And then by the time I'm ready to, to go to bed, I'm so thirsty. And then it's like the worst thing because then I'm up peeing all night because I've waited, you know, four hours since I've been home from work to grab anything to drink. So I don't know if if that if you guys relate to that at all, but you know, it's just trying to figure out where the lapses are or times that you could increase your intake and that could be a little bit easier. And then always just try to keep a water bottle with you. I think that most of us are really good at doing that. So it's just making sure that you have it with you in case you need it, because if you're feeling thirsty, you're probably needing to drink some water. So even something as seemingly small as increasing your water intake can have like really crazy health benefits when you compound it with other small habits. And then Doing that over time can really have a profound improvement in your overall health. So whole health is not an impossibility. And some days I'm really good at like building habits. Some days I'm much better drinking water than other days. And you may feel that way too. So we're just trying to, you know, review some strategies here that just in general with this podcast that you can implement these, these like actionable steps so that over actionable steps that gives you a win. If you have a day that you've had enough water and you feel pretty great and you feel like you have a lot of energy because you're drinking enough water and you don't feel fatigued and tired, that's pretty great. So imagine having like a whole bunch of days like that and then making like really small changes like that, what that could do to your health over time. So I don't have this all figured out. I'm still struggling with getting enough water that I need, but it's about being a little bit better every day and just compounding each small habit so that over time you get to a place where you're like, wow, look at all the really great changes that I've made and how great I feel. So, you know, again, some days I'm better at habit building than others and you may feel that way too. So I just want to remind you you to be kind to yourself and to just kind of take it one day at a time because that's all we can do, right? And then just every day get a little bit better, even a tiny change 
today can lead to bigger changes in the future. So thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. And uh, I'll see you back here next week. If you found value in this podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Being a busy woman or mom doesn't mean that we have to give up on our health, wellness, or self-care. Together, we can take tiny, imperfect steps towards creating the whole health we desire and deserve. You can find us at wholehealthempower.com or on Instagram at wholehealthempower. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week.